Mira la izquierda. Mira la derecha. ¿Qué ves? ¿Dónde estás? In a world that seems to change daily, what will you do next? Welcome to the Next Steps Show with Peter Vesquez, a starting point for discussion y un poco de dirección. Buenas tardes, ¿cómo están? Si sí, soy yo, tu conservative New Yorkan Peter Vesquez and the WYSL Studios. Hey, I pray that everybody, that everybody had a great Valentine's Day yesterday. I hope you didn't mind my little my little mushy episode there, but it was <laughs> Valentine's Day, and I really wanted to focus on the importance of love because we spend so much time talking about what's wrong, and everybody's spending so much time talking about, like our politicians, talking about, oh, <laughs> hate this and hate that. No, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes, even if it's just one, one time, right, a year, we, we've got to stop for a second. So, anyways, I hope you'd enjoyed it, and of course... Hey, it is the show, and, and my wife is my wife, so um, please feel free to use anything in there. It took me a lot of work to get all those poems ready. Boy, did it take a lot of work. Anyways, did you guys know that yesterday at around 2.30 p.m. in Washington, D.C. at the National Archive building, right, um, it was evacuated because two protesters came in there and they dumped red powder in the protective case around the... Around the U.S. Constitution. What was their motives? Well, they stated that they did that because they are determined to foment a rebellion and says we all deserve clean air, food, uh, water, and livable climates. But, but what I find bizarre is that the Constitution that they sat there and they would have probably destroyed if they can get to it um, kind of guarantees all that. Anyways, I just thought you'd find that as interesting as I did. Ladies and gentlemen, po politics, politically motivated activities are going cuckoo nowadays. But also today is Susan B. Anthony Day. It is the birthday of Susan B. Anthony. So ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who Susan B. Anthony is, pick up your phone or your iPad or your computer, look into her because today is surely a day worth celebrating. And another thing going on today worth mentioning, it is International Childhood Cancer Day. Listen, no one, no one, right, would ever want to deal with something like that. But if you know someone, give them a little extra ha, love today. So, we, that means you and me, we have a habit of voicing our opinions and in some cases even protesting right? Sometimes peacefully and sometimes not. But then, that's it. It's kind of like, where did we go? Where did everybody go? But what's intriguing to me there um, is that because in this country, we the people, that's you and me, right? We the people literally control what politicians do. But we seem to have forgotten that. And well, you know what? We go out, we're angry, we stand in protest, Um, and then we go home and we think things like, oh, what's the point? Nobody cares. But, but the fact of the matter is, we do care. And a lot of us care so much that we've dedicated our lives to it. Anyways, and look, having spoken to so many of you locally and statewide, I know for certain that most people care, um, but they really have no clue what to do. And they have no clue um, where to go 
or, or even how to get involved or how to challenge the status quo, right? So anywho, I'll tell you what. Like I've told uh, some of the people that I support, right? Once you are elected, you are, you're on the hot seat, friend or foe. I'm holding you accountable. That's what we did the work for. That's where we work hard to get elected officials in office, regardless of a political persuasion. Once they're there, that accountability factor is extremely important. And you know what? Let them know. If you feel, fail the people that voted you, we the people, well, guess what? At the next election, we're just going to replace you. That's the way it works, right? Never ever settle for something that you have control for. In economic terms, I always like to say, don't leave money on the table. So today, I've invited an individual that you've heard before a couple times recently, actually, um, that I do call a friend. I brought her on to discuss the importance of how and why someone or anyone, you in particular, should get involved either by becoming an active member of your respective parties or simply to vote informed, right? Recently elected, she fully understands the accountability fact and she continues to prove that she works for the people regardless of party affiliation. Ladies and gentlemen, join me in welcoming again the Honorable Virginia McIntyre representing the 4th District in Monroe County. Virginia, you're becoming quite a regular on my show. I'm going to have to start charging you. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. That's fine. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure, especially to talk about this particular issue and um, to get people informed because, you know, two years ago, I knew absolutely nothing about how to get involved in politics, and now I'm in the legislature. So um, I assume everything that I didn't know, other people probably don't know. Um, and, and I think that knowledge is power, and I think that uh, being knowing how people get elected, knowing how people get involved, is, uh, I think, the first step in changing the system. So um, I definitely, I can't wait to get, get started talking about this today. So that's a fun topic for me. But thank you for having me on, Peter. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, of course, and I think the topic today is important. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me say a bunch of times, this year's election, uh, very much like uh, uh, four years ago, is going to be crazy, right? We're going to see and hear things that, that make no sense, and in some cases... Well, really, in some cases, things that we never thought we would heard. Hey, Virginia, could you uh, briefly, before we get too too much into this, uh, just kind of describe or, or state, if you can, what the because you're a Republican, what the yep. Republican platform is. What does the Republican Party stand for? Oh my goodness. Well, I, I, you know, I think it's best summed up in faith, family, and freedom. Um, but I mean, it really is, and especially the party, the way that it's growing now in Monroe County. Um, I think it really is about giving the people uh, back the power so that, and, and, you know, sometimes liberal policies will look over and and want the government to take over a lot of things in the thoughts of helping the people, right? I I always like to think of people as having good intentions. But I think Republicans differ because they believe that the people should be in control and, um, and dictating policy. And so I think that the main thing right now with the Republican Party in Monroe County is getting back to that voice of the people. And what do the people want? Well, they want small business, right? This country's built on small business. They, they want to support uh, public safety. Uh, they want to support the police. They want to support 
freedom of religion. They want to support freedom of speech. Um, they want to support uh, business, or better, uh, business being able to run without the government constant, without overtaxation. Um, that's one of the things our country, strange, we never talk about it, but it's one of the things that the country was founded on, right, was no taxation without representation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so often, you know, a lot of the policies that we think are going to help people. Uh, this was something I saw in Italy, right? In Italy, they have a lot of these social programs that sound good, like, you know, the healthcare initiatives, right? Make public health care. Well, that ends up overtaxing the people and uh, to a point where they can barely pay for their basic necessities. I, while I was over in Italy, I was spending about 60% of what I earned was, was going into the tax system. Um, and then when I needed things like to go to the hospital, there were long lines. You know, we really weren't getting the services, uh, even though there are good doctors. I mean, there are good doctors, bad doctors, I think, everywhere. But um, a lot of – I used to make videos about this on YouTube. You know, a lot of doctors, when people can just come into a doctor's office every single day for anything, and they come in just to kind of chat sometimes with the doctors, it desensitizes them to when you have a real problem. And so I, I knew people over in Italy that, you know, they had cancer and it didn't get, it didn't get caught in time uh, for people to get treatment. And when, you, when you're paying 60% in taxes, and I, I cannot stress this enough, 60% is a lot. When you're spending that kind of money and thinking that this will provide health care for all, and then you go to a hospital and you need treatment and they basically tell you that for some reason you shouldn't get it um, because they don't consider your need to even be urgent even when you're saying hey i'm in pain i mean they would accuse me of making things up i have um stomach issues mm-hmm. um it, it was just rough i mean what i right before i came back from italy i made a video about the fact that i went in to book an OBGYN appointment right before uh i left so this was um 20 i want to say it was 20 2020 October of 2020, and they gave me the appointment in April of 2021. So that's just oh, a regular OBGYN checkup. And that's yeah, what that's I was paying. Your, yeah. That's uh, your government he, uh, health care for you. Yeah. But, I mean, Virginia, I mean, could I – I'm sorry to interrupt. Could, could I ask you uh, – the one thing I didn't hear you mention when describing the Republican Party are issues of civil rights, for example, which – uh, the Democrat Party tends to say that they champion that, but yeah, I know um, that not to be true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, the Republican Party, as I remember, was basically founded at the time of uh, Abraham Lincoln, and so it was championing freedom for all. Yeah, absolutely. I can Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> when, when we get back from break... We're going to talk a little more about how to get involved, okay? Hey, don't go nowhere. This is your conservative New Yorican, Peter Vasquez. I'll be back after these few messages with the Honorable Virginia McIntyre.
In the Rochester and Finger Lakes region, one name stands above all others for real estate appraisal and advice. Ryan Murphy and Associates. This full-service real estate appraisal company can appraise and advise on purchase and sales decisions, mortgage finance feasibility, estate, matrimonial, partnership buyouts, litigation, and more for any type of property, both residential and commercial. Ryan Murphy was founded almost 40 years ago. All of our highly trained staff members have at least 20 years of experience. All our appraisers are either New York State certified general or residential real estate appraisers. Ryan Murphy and Associates. Start here. RYNNEMurphy.com. Youth for Christ Rochester needs to grow. Our kids are telling us they don't feel safe in their neighborhoods or rec centers, and they're asking us to be open more. And thanks to your support, we will. We're adding a weeknight and Saturday mornings to our basketball program. We're adding a second Arts Academy Friday night. And we're adding a second P31 girls class on Saturdays. But we need your help. $25 per month funds a kid for a year. Give your best gift to yfcrochester.org slash donate. Advertising on the WYSL stations is both affordable and effective, but it's so much more than that. When your business or professional practice has a presence on the Voice of Liberty, you connect with a patriotic, awake, and aware audience that cares about society, our families, our schools, our values, and our future. And our listeners appreciate you and respond. We can end the madness together. For truth and freedom, the WYSL stations, the Voice of Liberty. Call 346-3000 to advertise today. Peter Vasquez and Next Step Show on the WYSL stations. Welcome back to the Next Step Show. It's Peter Vasquez, your New Yorican conservativo. Aquí estamos con la señora, the honorable Virginia McIntyre. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to hear from you too. 346 3000, that'd be area code 585. 346 3000, give us a call, let us know what you think. And you know what? Give me your opinion, because this kind of stuff is important. Virginia, I'm going to ask you one one tough question real quick, okay? Okay. Um, yeah. So so I was looking at voter registration here in Monroe County by the yep. numbers. Okay, I want to yep. read off some numbers, because as we're going to get into the importance and how people can get involved. Absolutely. But, so, so right now in Monroe County... Um, the Dems have about 201,000 registered voters. I believe the overall population mm-hmm. is uh, something like 780, I believe, mm-hmm. give or take a couple thousand. Um, the total of, of, of registered voters is under, fi- un- under 450,000, and it breaks down to this. Dems, 201,000. Republicans, 124,000. Conservatives, 8,200. And working families, 2,000. But this is the part that I get a little, you know, I'm like, why? Uh, For unaffiliated voters or or voters that registered without selecting a party, it's 148,000. What what do you think? I mean, what does that tell you for the political landscape? I mean, sadly, I mean, if we're going to be honest about it, we know that there are definitely people that have dropped off the Republican Party over the past 10 years um, and switched to being a non-affiliated voter, which is heartbreaking, but it is the case. Um, So, I mean, we have that happening. Um, I I think there's been a lot of PR for the Dems trying to say that the Dems champion certain issues, and they sort of, it's, you know, they have, I, I always like to attribute good intentions to people. I know that not everyone does that. 
um, but there's a misconception about some of the social issues that they champion and the long-term effects. As I said, I saw that play out in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who went to a very liberal university, I went over to Italy thinking that the idea of universal health care and uh, that nobody needed guns and all these things, you know, that we were all, everything could just work perfectly if, if, uh, if only we didn't have the, the very sacred Bill of Rights that we have here. Um, and then I got a taste of, you know, I got 20 years of my life, and I love Italy. There's nothing against Italy, but it's government. I certainly would have some critique of. And um, the fact that it really does demoralize the people, it really takes the power away from them. One of the things that you could actually break down, um, and there are psychologists that had done this. I read a study on it once. You know, when we say... Um, we're in America, it used to mean oh, the land of opportunity, right, where you could go from rags to riches. Um, when the Italians say, siamo in Italia, right, which is like, somos in Italia, I think that'd be a translation in Spanish, pretty clear. Um, what they actually mean is, you know, ugh, nothing works, it's all bureaucracy. You know, it's almost as if they're saying they feel powerless. So saying we're in America is Americans feeling powerful, and saying, ugh, we're in Italy for Italians, is them saying they feel powerless. And that really is what that platform ends up doing. Um, by putting all of that power into the government's hands, you're putting it into potential people that could you know, mis- misuse that power, gotcha. even if they start out with the best of intentions. Ladies and gentlemen, we, I want your opinion, 346-3000. Keith, thank you for calling the Next Step Show. Hi, Keith. Uh- Yes, uh, I want to pick up on that exact thought of powerless because what's going on is the Biden administration is throwing so many bad items, to call it that, at the American people. I really feel many Americans feel so overwhelmed that when I talk to people, it's almost now like a resignation. Whatever comes Mm -hmm. our way as Americans, uh, we are going to accept it because the government has been so weaponized against us. And this is all departments, Department of Justice, all of the departments now, I'm saying flat out to this entire audience, are working against the very best interests of the American people. And the point is when the actual government, I mean, I want to say it to me, Biden is a traitor. He ought to be brought up on charges. When you, everyone listen, when you have the government, your own government, working against the best interests of the people, I would like you to answer, what are we supposed to do going way beyond party affiliation? The government is working against the best interests of us Americans. How do people fight back when the government is so much in charge and every which way we look and turn, we are being beaten down and I'm 68 years old. Trust me, the America I knew as I grew up, certainly from memory-wise, uh, in the, starting in the 60s, that America, everyone, is quickly vanishing, and we are at a loss as how to stop the decline. And I mean it. The Biden administration every day works to kill off the healthy American spirit and we are just now so depressed as a people. How do we rise up and fight short of an actual rebellion, even like Thomas Jefferson said when uh, the seeds of uh, 
uh, even a bloody rebellion are times needed to uh, refurbish the American landscape when we start to lose our precious rights again to our own government. How do we fight back without being thrown in jail like the January 6th people from three years ago? I think if you could answer that question, many people today do not know how to fight back because the government is so overwhelming and beating us down. Hey, hey okay. Keith, Keith. Uh, I'm, can, can I ask you, are, are you are, are you registered to vote? Yes. I are you a member of a party? I've, well, no, no. Your guess is not going to like it. I've always been conservative registered. I, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I, I would never... You couldn't pay me to register. I've always, always been registered conservative. Mm -hmm. Well, that's okay as long as you're registered. <laughs> um, and you're voting informed. You're, that's and um, your sentiment is is exactly the kind of sentiment that I saw over in Italy, and that is what when I saw it happening here, that's what drove me to get involved and find out how to do more. And I think that what we're trying to propose here today is to give you guys that, that map to get involved because we still, our Constitution still stands. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the key to it is getting normal citizens involved so that politics is not just something that is accessible to insiders that know how things work. Um, every citizen should know how it works so that if they want to get involved, they can. That's the key to taking things back. Absolutely. Keith? I have, a, I have a fast final say. I think things are uh, moving too slowly. I think people really sl see our American way of life ebbing away, and it's like the little Dutch boy. He's running out of fingers to stick in the dike. We're being overwhelmed here by the floodwaters. That we are. Hey, Keith, thanks for your call. And, and ladies and gentlemen, and Keith, this is exactly what the purpose of today's show is. So, Virginia, without further ado, let's get right mm -hmm. into what people can do um, in order to get involved to make this change sooner than later because yep. in this country we can do that yep and like i said it was it's been two years and this has been something that has i completely changed my life in this two-year time and i never expected to run for office that was not why i got involved i got involved because i felt exactly how keith feels and uh, I registered back in, you know, when I registered in, when I turned 18, I think that was 96, I registered as a Republican, which was rare for young women at that point, because I did not like Bill Clinton and what he had done, in my opinion, to women, even before the scandals came out. I didn't think he was uh, someone who was for women's rights at all. And um, I stuck with it, but I ne it never really meant anything to me. Um, you know, it meant, okay, I'm a conservative, I'm a Republican, but I never got involved. I didn't know how to get involved. And um, while I was over in Italy, I really understood the importance of our government here, the importance of our Constitution, the importance of our Bill of Rights. And so once I came home and I was taking care of my mother, and for those of you who don't know, they denied my mom a kidney. We've talked about this, I think, before because of her refusal to take the vaccine. Um, then it became, well, how can I become active? How can I help? How can I help change what's going on? Uh, even if it's just to be a volunteer on a campaign. And so I didn't even know where uh, the Republican committees, I didn't know there was a Republican committee in my town. Um, and so I ended up calling downtown to the, um, at the Monroe GOP number, spoke to a young gentleman named Jack that was working in the office. And I said, well, you know, how do I get involved? How do I help? How do I help these candidates? How do I help, you know, take our country back? 
And uh, he said, well, you, you know, you've got your town committee. And I said, oh my gosh, what's that? <laughs> and so in, um, in February of 2022, I strolled on into my first committee meeting. And it was a breath of fresh air. I found out that, you know, Gates is a little town that has a very strong Republican committee. I met some great people. I discovered that my time in Italy was actually something that everybody was happy about because uh, most of the people on the committee had some kind of, you know, tie to Italy. Not all, but, but a lot of them did. But there's a strong Italian community here in Gates. Um, and within three meetings, I was voted onto the committee. I went out and did the petitions. But even then, I didn't know that there was a petition process involved in running for office. Um, that was very new to me. So, I mean, basically what happens when you, you can find out, by the way, how to join your Republican committee or any committee, quite frankly. It doesn't have to be Republican. It can be conservative. I'm just, because I'm a Republican, I can tell you their website is www.monroegop.com. Ladies and gentlemen, always start by research. Know what it means to join the party that you're joining. You're listening to the Next Step Show. Boom! To conservative New Rican. Regreso en unos momentos. No te vayas. Don't you dare change that dial. Can't you see what's going on? Deep inside your Vasquez and Next Step Show on the WYSL stations. Hey, hey, Bob, let that play a little longer. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, I appreciate that, Bob. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your conservative New York and absolutely we are not going to take it anymore. Amen. Why? Because we matter. Why? Because here in the United States of America, we have something called a vote. And you know what? I, I still don't understand how is it that as people, I guess it's human nature, right? We're mad. We're angry. Uh, Keith, I heard you, right? You're mad. You're angry like the rest of us. But, but yet we keep seeing the same people in office all the time. Mm-hmm. So, so, Virginia, you talked about, we're talking about getting involved, right? Yep. So, so you got involved two years ago. You've yep. been moving. I mean, like I said, you went from supporter to, uh, you know, a, a, a female Republican on the rise. So, yeah. so how did you do that? How can others do that? Yeah, well, that's just it. I mean, okay, so I'll give you a rundown. Like I said, I went into the committee meeting, and uh, first day out, you know, I couldn't, for, they gave me a list uh, of Republicans in a district to go get petition signatures for, right? Um, I just happened to walk in right around the time they were doing candidate petitions. Now, mind you, I didn't even know the candidates on the roster. Um, I got to know them. I mean, I had spoken to them briefly, but before getting involved in any of this, I'd never met somebody running for office before. I didn't even know how one did that. 
Um, it's certainly what, if you had asked me when I was in high school, if I would ever be running for public office, I would have said, ugh, no, of course not. You know, I wanted to be an opera singer, which I think is, uh, and that's what I did for 20 years, by the way. Um, but I mean, I think that that's normal. We teach our kids these days that it's the actors and the sports players and, you know, the celebrities that get all the tension. And then we don't think about the importance of being involved in government. Um, and so when I walked into this meeting and got this list, I didn't really understand exactly what I was supposed to do. I'd never gotten a petition signed before. Um, I couldn't imagine knocking on doors, asking people to sign some strange sheet of paper. Uh, but I did. Uh, so I got this list of Republicans in a district, which leads to the question of what the heck is a district um, and what are these maps? So actually, I'm sitting at my computer right now, and if you go to the Board of Elections website, the Monroe County Board of Elections, so it's www.monroecounty.gov, and then you click on the Board of Elections, you will find that there is a spot for district maps. Now, I live in the town of Gates, um, and so my my town has, at the moment, they're, they're going to consolidate them. They have 40 different districts. And what do we mean by that? Well, we mean within your town, in order for the Board of Elections to file everybody that's, a, that's registered to vote, um, they section your little town off into neighborhoods, and they give those neighborhoods numbers, and that's a filing code, basically. Um, and when... Mm, hello? And oh, yeah, you, keep on... <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and yeah, when you um, when you go out to get your petition signatures for the first time, um, they will give you uh, what is a basically uh, a list of the. In this case, it was Republican signatures, so I got a list of other Republicans to knock on now, the doors of. How many did you get? Oh, the first time? Okay, well, the, f the very first time, I think I got addicted to it. So, I mean, I got 30, and then I went out and got, over the course of 2022, I got 1,500 signatures. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ellen, <laughs> thank you for calling the Next Step Show. Hi, I just want to say how outgoing I think you are. This is Ellen Turner, and um, hi, I just Ellen. meet you at a rally probably once or twice in the oh, in, uh, city. <laughs> hi. Um, yeah, and I did want to thank you, Peter Vasquez, because last Friday, I think it was last Friday when I called in, I was curious about whether someone that was running for mayor here at Avon was going to require masking and, you know, the other stuff involved with all that, business closures and things. And um, you and the people at WISL kind of stuck up for me and my feelings about that. But right now it just sort of feels like in Avon it's going to be mask on if, you know, they want to start that stuff again with the pandemic, oh. unfortunately. But anyway, um, I have a question. If we wanted to support a candidate, are there rules on how much money we can give to somebody that's running as a candidate, say for like assembly yeah. person or something like that? Yes. Um, do we have to report it? Well, how does yes. that work? All of that is, it depends. Um, it's up to $99 in cash can, can, not, can be not reported under a, a name. It must be reported by the candidate. Um, it just is a cash donation. Anything above $100 must be in check or, or on the online payment systems, and it must be reported by name. Yeah. And there's so, a limit for each race how much you can donate. Like for the legislative race, it was $1,000 was the top donation. You couldn't donate more as an individual donor. 
Okay. That and that's great. at one time or over the course of time, like while they're running, or do you know? Like it's over the course of time. Yep. It's over the course of time. Yeah. So there oh, were okay. people that wanted to donate more than $1,000 to me and could not. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. But every race is different. It depends on the, um, the number of people that the district that you're running for has in it. So the Board of Elections puts a cap based on what, they, what the expected um, resident number is or constituent number is for that particular race. And the best place to find documentation on that is at the New York State Board of Elections website. Uh, and they got okay. it broken down nice and, and pretty there. And, and I don't know if I may, that's Peter Vasquez from Monroe County Clerk. I'm just, you know. <laughs> yes! I, yes! Right. I keep imagining going in to the county clerk, even though I don't live there anymore. I used to, I used to work for the city of Rochester, though, and I, it was near where I work. But, and I keep imagining you in there, like, just, pleasing everybody and having fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to be so great. I'm so excited. I, I, I'm excited to help Peter. Um, right, well, so that that's was... right. He hasn't won yet, so we don't know, right? Oh, yeah. But he's got to win. Yeah. Anyway, I'll let you go so you can tell us more information. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Ellen. Thank you for calling in. Yes, Ellen, have a great I really day. I'll talk to you later. Bye. I really appreciate that, Ellen. I really sure. appreciate your call. Keith, I appreciate your call. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I strongly recommend as you're looking at these political parties to also, um, you know, look at the current leadership. I can, I can tell you that I believe that the reason why there's more unaffiliated voters than Republicans uh, registered, for example, is because, well, we had horrible leadership up until recently, and boy, did things change. Josh, thank you for calling the Next Step Show, sir. Peter, Virginia, it's quite, a, it's quite an honor. It's my first time calling into a radio show, so uh, I'm very great that you have this show. Um, wow, as far as Virginia's road to becoming a candidate, really interesting. I didn't actually know a lot of that stuff. So, yeah. really well, interesting. I want to give everybody this information. I think that we should have more people that are, weren't involved in politics be involved in politics and be the candidates moving forward. And I think Absolutely. we'll have that opportunity with this party moving forward. Absolutely, and I couldn't agree more. You know, it's, it's really interesting to see how in 2020, you know, I started my campaign experience off in 2020, and the more and more campaigns you get on, the more and more people you meet, and then the more and more people you meet, the more and more it feels like you're able to join more campaigns and do other things. Yeah. I mean... I'm yep. already in. I'm in Washington D.C. right now doing other stuff for, for Congress, and it's like it still fathoms me how I got from a campaign to Washington D.C. on Capitol Hill. I, I don't understand. Wow. Still don't. Congratulations to you. That is amazing. Yep. Hard work, dedication. I have to assume that's why. How, how are oh, things up on Capitol Hill? I've been on Capitol Hill for about two years now, and boy, it's been quite interesting to see how things have shaped out to be in the Monroe County and how the issues in Monroe County go from a local level to a federal level and how kind of learning a whole different aspect of things as far as how legislation's pushed through Congress, mm -hmm. how, what is a resolution? How does mm -hmm. an what's an appropriations bill? How does the government stay funded? 
What happens mm-hmm. if it doesn't? How do the three branches work together? You know, it's really interesting to see kind of how, how it's different, but what you do on the local level impacts people on the federal level, if that makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we don't think about that. I mean, most people think, okay, well, if I go out to vote, I'm voting every four years. And I think they don't really think about those uh, other people. Some of them will vote in the congressionals, which are the midterm elections. But, I mean, I didn't really understand the importance of voting in local elections when I was growing up. Nobody really explains that to you. They don't explain to you what all these different boards and committees and roles, they don't, you you don't really understand what they are and what they do. No, absolutely. Um, I agree. And part of the problem is, and I feel like I feel like schools really focus on the politics on the federal level. Here's the three branches. Mm -hmm. This is what they do. This is, you know, whatever. But I also feel like back, you know, to your point, that we also need to focus on local elections, how to get involved in stressing the importance of local elections and their importance. Because I feel like a lot of people, especially nowadays, feel like, eh, it's not important. Federal is more important. But honestly, Mm -hmm. it's both that are important. Not one is more important than the other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, and Josh, the local I, elections are the ones that affect you directly. All day long. Josh, I appreciate the call, sir. I look forward to hearing from you again and working with you on this year's campaign. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me to conservative New Yorkan. Tenimo a la señora honorable Virginia McIntyre representing Monroe County's 4th District. Mira, regresamo on the WISL station. Yes, indeed, I'm talking But you and me, I'm hoping That you come back to me In the Rochester and Finger Lakes region, one name stands above all others for real estate appraisal and advice. Ryan Murphy and Associates. This full-service real estate appraisal company can appraise and advise on purchase and sales decisions, mortgage finance feasibility, estate, matrimonial, partnership buyouts, litigation, and more for any type of property, both residential and commercial. Ryan Murphy was founded almost 40 years ago. All of our highly trained staff members have at least 20 years of experience. All our appraisers are either New York State certified general or residential real estate appraisers. Ryan Murphy and Associates. Start here. RYNNEMurphy.com. The difference is dignity. At Open Door Mission, we open our arms and hearts to help those in need. We treat every one of our guests with respect and dignity. No matter the road that led to us, Open Door Mission is here to help. Give your support at OpendoorMission.com. Has your favorite pizza place been letting you down? Try Livingston County Pizza Company and Gluten-Free Bakery in Avon. Not only is their pizza amazing, but their full menu and bakery has something for everyone. Livingston County Pizza Company and Gluten-Free Bakery, Avon. Advertising on the WYSL stations is both affordable and effective, but it's so much more than that. When your business or professional practice has a presence on the voice of liberty, you connect with a patriotic, awake, and aware audience that cares about society, our families, our schools, our values, and our future. And our listeners appreciate you and respond. We can end the madness together. For truth and freedom, the WYSL stations, the voice of liberty. Call 346-3000 to advertise today. Next Steps with Peter Vasquez on the WYSL stations. Welcome back to the Next Steps show with Peter Vasquez. Yaki, we still have Virginia. Virginia, thank you for hanging out with us. Virginia, I got a question. What about, what would you say about continuous learning and advocacy? You know, like staying informed and keeping up with current uh, legislative events. 
policy yep. debates. I mean, is that something that the average person who's got kids running around doing things all day long, tired, is that, I mean, can they do that? Yeah, and that, that is that is the problem, isn't it, is that most people don't realize what's happening because they're just so busy getting by. And, I mean, that's the world that we're living in right now. It used to be that you would have a single um, a single parent working. Now you have both parents working. You know, you need to have those two incomes in a household. Um, and so it takes up a lot of time, and people are exhausted. They're exhausted. They don't want to sit and, and, and look into this stuff when they get off of work. They've got to take their maybe their kids to different activities. You know, they want to sit down and maybe have dinner. They want to breathe. They want to relax. And that's totally understandable. I was 100% in that category up until, you know, two years ago. So um, what I've been trying to do is send out information through emails to my constituents about a little bit about what we're doing and I'm going to keep doing that because I think that knowledge is important and it needs to kind of you need to explain things obviously not every constituent can read the hundreds of pages of referrals and legislation and all that kind of stuff but you should be able to talk to your representatives about what they're doing they should be available to you so that if you have a question you can ask them I mean everybody got my number last year for that reason Yep. Up until this recent change in leadership in the Republican Party, at least, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the committee meetings, they were like they were like some private thing that, you know, no one can mm-hmm. tell. I mean, I remember trying to get, trying to get over to a, a, a Greece committee for, you know, to introduce the candidate I was, I and, was working and, on. And, oh, my gosh, the Greece committee. I went to the if – you, if you look at my Facebook page, which is Virginia, McEn- Virginia Eleanor McIntyre, or uh, Virginia McIntyre, Monroe County Legislator, District 4, you can see the Grease Committee. It was packed. It was st- it was basically standing room only. I couldn't now, believe it. I was now so excited. Is, oh, right? my gosh. Now it is. And see, ladies and gentlemen, this is I me. Mean, you hear me talk a lot about leadership. You hear me end the show with a leadership quote. Uh, yesterday, even though we were a little mushy with other love stuff, it was still focused on leadership, right? Virginia, let me ask you. Um, what not, Now that we've got a new leader, let's say, you know what, I'm motivated to awesome. listen to the next step. <laughs> yeah, he is. I'm listening to the he's next awesome. step show, and I want to get involved, and they find their committee, and they become a committee member, um, and they become a committee member, right? Yeah. Now, does, does, does being a committee member, in your opinion, does it equate being an advocate as well? I mean, are you like advocating well, for something or are you just part of a committee? First of all, the, your committee member um, is the lowest ranking, we'll say, elected official in your in your area. So that is your neighborhood representative on the committee. And we've gotten away from that. But that's what these committee members were supposed to be. So your Republican committee member or your Democrat committee member for your particular neighborhood, if you have one, should be that person that's your contact to ask about legislation and about what's going on in government. Um, It's just that we haven't really been carrying that out. You know, I'm sure many people would say they have no idea if they even have a committee member in their neighborhood. Or a lot of people would probably also say they don't know what election district they live in in their town. And that's totally normal. But you can find that stuff out. And you should. You should talk to those people. Because when when petitions get signed for them every uh, odd-numbered year, you are basically those petitions, what, the, those 15 people that signed the petition are reelecting these people to be the committee representative for that particular election district. So they have a responsibility to talk to you, you know, T- maybe not every day. Tell us what day, that but... means. <laughs> Can you break that down a little, yeah. what it means to be 
uh, you know, a committee member or, or leading an election? Can you yeah, define that I, briefly? Because we're running out of time so short. I love being a committee member, and I am now a committee member for an election district in my town that is not within my legislative district. So there's that. And I continued. I wanted to continue there, so I had to do extra petitions to continue being that committee member. And everybody in my election district kind of knows who I am because I've been knocking on doors over there for now two years. Um, so when you approach a committee and you want to join a committee, they will, if there's space for you, because you can only have a maximum of four people representing uh, an election district, so a neighborhood. Um, so you will get assigned, if you're in an even-numbered year and you're voted on to your committee, you will be assigned a district, and then in the odd-numbered years, you actually have to go get petitions signed. And what that basically means is that you are the local Republican for that group of people. And you should get to know them. And when you go out and do those petitions, that's when you knock on doors in that neighborhood and you say, hey, my, you know, in my case, my name is Virginia and I represent Gates Election District 16, which is where my mother's house is and it's where my house was until quite recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am here, you know, at, and I talk to them about town things. I let the people in my election district know when the school board meetings are, when the fire district meetings are. Um, I'm now the head of the conservation board, uh, but before that was happening, there was a survey for the town of Gates where they were trying to, they said that my particular area was underrepresented in local government. Um, and so I went out there and tried to tell people, hey, you know, you can go to a planning board meeting, you can go to a zoning board meeting. Um, because those were all things that I didn't really think about before I got involved. Um, and so my neighbors know me. They, In fact, when there was trick-or-treating going on, um, I, according to my mother, she was giving out candy, and the little kids were actually saying, oh, this is Virginia's house. <laughs> so oh, yeah. people, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I knocked on doors all over that district. I, it didn't matter if they were Democrat or Republican, uh, especially in 2022, that the first year. when I Because in 2023, I ran my own campaign, and that in election district 16 was not within the legislative district I was running for. Um, so I wasn't over there for that. But in 2022, I mean, I was all over the place. I was knocking on doors in that district all the time, talking to people, giving them updates, telling them how they could get involved. I have a passion for this. It really is something that I feel is a mission because that's the we, we the people can only really exist if we the people get involved. You know, that's how the, that's how the document was written up. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't just supposed to be we the people go out and vote every four years. It was supposed to be we the people are involved in government, you know, from the smallest local level to the highest level. Hey, is this the same process for Democrats uh, if they want, you know, if the Democrat, if, if okay, I know you're Republican, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but if a Democrat wanted to, to get involved, you know, in, in their party, how, is it the same process? It should be. In fact, the Democrats actually have primaries for the committeemen seats. So maybe not in the town of Gates, that is mostly a more Republican town. But I know in the city, what they do in those odd-numbered years is that they will have more than four people that want to be on a committee, and they primary each other for those seats because it's it's something that people really want to be doing. And good right. for them. We should be doing that. I wish we had so many Republicans that there were primaries for committeemen seats because that would make sure that everybody was knocking on those doors and talking to their neighbors much more often. So tell me something. If someone's trying to figure out, um, you know, if they're trying to figure out, am I a Republican? Am I a Democrat? Because they're starting to get in. There's, you know, they're just not sure. They agree with some things. They don't agree with other things from both parties. What would you recommend for them to do? What can they do? Um, 
always say go visit your local committees. Uh, I mean, I think that that is go visit the Democrat committee, go visit the Republican committee. I mean, you look at the platform, but I understand that a lot of people don't trust politicians and what they say. And um, I would ha- I would I would say you shouldn't trust anyone what they say. Just actions speak louder than words. So look at what your local people are doing. Um, mm-hmm. While I was on my campaign, one of my big things was show not tell, right? It, it's useless for me to say I care about the community. You've got to see that I care about it with your eyes. A vision yep. can only be seen. Um, and so I'm still out there now. People, everybody's surprised that I'm still out there, that I'm you know, picking up trash on every Saturday. I go out with Keep Gates Clean, and we, we try to clean up different uh, areas that are on, this, on the streets. And I still go to all the different local events, and for some reason people are surprised about that. Um, That's the difference be. between a statesman <laughs> and a politician. Virginia, what's your website one more time, quickly? Oh, well, I, I would say, look, my website was www.electvirginia.com, but make sure to check out the Monroe County with GOP, the www.monroegop.com, about your local committees. Thank you, Virginia. As always, we'll have you back in a couple weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, be a leader, share with us, advertise with us, Que tengan una semana bendecida until tomorrow. Yep, until tomorrow. And hey, te amamos. Don't forget that.